much for joining us on this very special episode. I am Vanessa Magallon. And I'm Irving Ruiz. Today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Jocelyn. And the reason why we brought her in today is because she has a real-life situation. So we are really excited to hear what she experienced, what she went through. And Jocelyn, can you please say hi to our shadow audience? Yes. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And oh my God, me too. <laughs> <laughs> She's our first guest uh, on Woo-hoo. Foreshadow. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and, you know, she agreed to come. We didn't force her yet. Yes. Um, but Did you? Did you force her? Did you force your friend to come here? I told her that I'd give her weed if she came. Actually, no, I, no, I didn't. She got paid. <laughs> <laughs> She's no, like, where's not. my weed at? Um, no, but um, we did, we did want to ask her a couple of questions about her situation, but I would rather her having explained her story herself maybe go off on go off first. Yeah, and yeah. one of the main reasons um, we w- we're happy to have her is because it kind of supports some of the statements we made previously about um, being careful when you're... The dangers and, of... Yeah, of being sex trafficked or just abducted or kidnapped, t- just taken. Anything yeah. attempted of the sort that can uh, put you in danger in a real-life situation and just to be cautious and, you know, be attentive of your surroundings. And so she's going to begin uh, letting us know what happened. So this happened um, while I was shopping. So what, where, what store was it? Um, so I was shopping at Ross. Okay. Um, so not a grocery store. Yeah, not a grocery store. store. Um, clothing. And I was with somebody, my boyfriend. And this was about at 8 p.m., 8.30-ish. Um, and we both went inside the store. And as we're walking inside the store, um, we usually always split at Ross. So he goes to the men's section. I go to the women's section. Um, it if it was the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I go with him, but then I get bored. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get it out of here. Um, but... As we're going in, I did see this woman um, by us, like in front of me. Um, so I was able to see her, like just she glance. She was in the store already. Like I feel like she came in at uh, like ten seconds before us. She, so she was already there, um, and she grabbed a cart, and I still headed that way, and he went off his way, and I was around um, the jeans section, shirt sections browsing around um later in i would say deep 10 minutes as um, i was shopping i go through the dress section and the dress section is very hidden from the rest of the other um aisles yeah the racks are a little taller yeah they're taller they're in the back Mm -hmm. and we're talking about 8 30 p.m so there's not a lot of shoppers so um i'm out there by myself in this aisle and i'm looking through dresses and I see that lady, but I didn't think about that. Like, it was the same lady that I saw in the beginning oh, okay. until later. That makes sense because when you're, you don't pay attention to people like yeah. that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't hit you immediately. So you're you? like, wait, why is this? Isn't that the same person? You know, you kind of think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if it is, it's like they're shopping in the same store. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think too much of it. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I had um, three dresses on my hands 
and on my hand and one of them I was still like looking around through the dresses and so she approaches me with her cart and in her cart there's nothing Uh, but she does have a big purse in front like of the little child uh where the kids sit sit in the in the front so she has her purse there and um she looks at me so I glanced because I saw somebody coming so I was like oh okay somebody else is here and I kind of don't like that because they are either getting your way because it's so narrow or um they just stand there with their cart and it's just so annoying to me I I go to Ross all the time so I know (laughs) I know what I'm I'm trying to say but um to get a an idea um it's very narrow so you either have to scoot into the dresses to let the other person go or um you go the other way to get out of that aisle and so she was like right um kind of where uh Irvin and I are yeah the distance like Like about three feet three feet yeah yeah very close um and she immediately just says oh my god I love your hair and at the time I had my long hair and I had curls and um I said thanks yeah I said thank you you know but I was also not in the mood to like talk to anybody so I just said oh thanks and then like I went back to like what I was doing shopping and she says oh did you do it with the curling iron or with a flat iron and uh, well, in, the curling in English or Spanish? In English, okay. in English, yeah. And the curling iron, um, she meant a wand because she said a wand. Did you do it with a wand or a strainer? And I was like, oh, I actually did it with the strainer. And she's like, oh, how did you do that? I've always tried to do that, but I can never get it to curl like that and whatever. So I've actually had other people ask me that question. So I answered her in a dif- different tone, like, totally comfortable and i was sincerely like showing her how i curl it with the iron yeah because it was like a genuine conversation that you thought you were having yeah yeah that one i did so i explained to her well i twist my hand like this and i was showing her how and then i flip it like it depends how you want your curl to be out of your face or into your face (laughs) type of thing and she's like oh my god okay she's like i always try to like look it up on youtube but i get confused or i get stuck um so thank you and i'm like yeah of course and so then um (laughs) oh (laughs) I'm going to stop breathing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, stop it. Um, so then she, I, I mean, I thought that conversation was over. So then um, I'm still there, though, because I was really finding a lot of dresses. And usually when people make conversations like that with me, I answer their question and I'm gone. I leave. Um, but I stuck around and she's like, oh, is that a dress or a skirt that you have in your hand? So this dress that I had was off the shoulder. So I guess to her it looked like a dress. I mean like a skirt. Because mm-hmm. of how flat it was and there was no sleeves. So um, I turned around and like kind of now I'm annoyed. But I told her, oh, it's it's a dress. And like, let me shop, bitch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Girl, I'm trying to do my thing. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, it's really cute. Um, where did you find it? I'm like, oh, well. Right sitting here, right in front of in the dress aisle and i kid you not she like moves um the dresses of where she was shopping at that section i believe she was shopping probably like a small and i was in the medium aisle and she's like oh 
here it is and she grabs it and I'm like yeah there you there you go I was like now you can take it and um that was the end of that conversation then she does it again did you move on I did not okay I still stayed and I was still I I feel like you did just because you're like it's just some normal person asking me like yeah you know cosmetic commentary or questions or whatever when she came up to you and started talking to you the third time did you get a gut instinct reaction so oh, like yes she's bugging so now the third time i did because this is where the personal questions um were asked so the first were like okay my hair and then um where'd you get that dress so it was kind of like i was still feeling comfortable to answer her those questions but yes it was the third time that she approached me again same aisle she did not move i did not move um and she said oh did you just get off work and that's where i started feeling like okay this is a little too much but i was like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and answer her and i'm gonna go along with the flow see where this goes and i was not aware yet of how much um the situation was going on so trafficking said um was going on here in north county mm-hmm. um especially in vista sycamore area is that the story you were at yes <laughs> all right shadow okay, followers <laughs> remember irving didn't want to share the city be careful in vista <laughs> basically north county area but specifically vista thank you jocelyn for letting us know or escondido <laughs> <laughs> or san marco by where on north Brent county lives i don't know Brent doesn't live in i know i'm trying to <laughs> On North County. Uh, He's just trying to throw everyone under a bus right now. I know, right? All of Southern California, just move out. (laughs) Well, I do have a lot of information about San Diego, so it's basically North County. Yeah. So you weren't aware of uh, this type of information when that happened? How long? I'm sorry, how long ago did this happen? (sighs) Great question. Um, This was about, I would say, five months ago. So very recent. Yeah. Yeah. About wow, five months that's ago. Very recent. Yeah. yeah, I would still trip about it to be honest. Oh yeah, I would not be able to shop for a dress anymore. Because like, oh. <laughs> well, you do now <laughs> at that store. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. No. Not after that incident. All those photos are archived if you go to his Instagram. <laughs> um, and then you were saying so the third time. Yeah, so the third time she's like, oh, so did you just get off work? And I'm like oh yeah and she's like oh okay where do you work oh my gosh and that's where it clicked and i'm like okay this is where you have to lie and see where this goes so i was like oh i work at the mall and she's like oh what location i'm like escondido and she's like oh okay she's like oh growing up i used to go there all the time i'm like oh cool so where do you live now and she's like oh I'm from Arizona, and I just moved in the area. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And she's like, so what store do you work at? And my brain froze at that moment because I did not know she was going to go in further in detail about oh that. So yeah. I did not think about that in my head. So I was thinking about Shoe Palace, but my head was like, <laughs> um, um. And all I told her was, oh, a shoe place that just opened up in Escondido. And she's like, do you not know the name of the store, silly? And I'm like, yeah, I don't. I was like, it's just opened up. I'm like, and I just transferred from a different store. So the location is brand new. She's like, oh, okay. 
And she was going to ask another question, but this is where my boyfriend comes in. And he's like, hey, are you ready? And I'm like, looking at him like, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. She made the let's go. Like, yeah. let's go. Like, let's go. Um, so he, he like, even also kind of didn't get the memo at the moment because he was Men, like, right? yeah. guys are yeah. so just, ugh. I know. I mean, I love them, but oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because he's like, wait, are you done? I'm like, yes, I'm done. Let's go. And I even still said, nice to meet you. And she's like, yeah, bye. But she didn't say anything else. She kind of seemed like uh, disappointed. Like her face like was not friendly. Like it was like we just had a conversation 10 seconds ago. She just said, okay, bye. Are you sure she wasn't trying to hit on you? Right? No. She was probably probably mad because she was trying to get a discount with the shoe store. (laughs) No, no. like if she's legitimately hitting on you and she sees your man walk up, I mean, I'd be disappointed too. Yeah, no. She she didn't um I mean and then this whole time that we were talking, she did not glance or grab any dresses. She that was just focused on She you. was just focused on me. Oh my gosh. She did not grab that dress that she liked that I had. Um her cart was completely empty and she went straight to where I was after I was shopping already there for a couple minutes and you know, you don't have nothing and then her purse was opened. Um, in the front of that um, child, like, little seat. So my reaction was, like, okay, maybe there was, like, a recording thing, something yeah, in there. Yeah, I was there, just going to say. You know? A phone. A phone, yes, or something like that. And um, I told my boyfriend right away about it, like, did you see that lady? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she just asked me, like, all these personal questions, and I was stuck. So then I started explaining to him how I was feeling. So how I was feeling is I was just stuck in that moment and I was scared. Um, But as soon as that third question as such as, oh, did you just get off work? My brain reacted to, okay, this is an information that you should be giving out to any stranger. Um, And no stranger should be asking you those type of personal questions as you're shopping. So um, I told him, I could not tell her I had to go or I couldn't tell her like bye or nothing until you came. So I was just wow, stuck. Shocked. 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 Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. That was interesting. Did you get to see her when you were walking out? I did. I did get to see her as I was walking out. Um but like a very quick glance. So she was still in the back aisle, um, moving from a different aisle, but other than that, I wanted to get out of there really quick. And when we did get out, there was a van, a 90s van, like brownish, blackish. It was dark, so I, I can't remember if it was actually black or brown. Um, and it was those type of vans that have the tire in the back. Okay. It's like this huge tire. So no windows? No, it did have yeah. windows. Okay. Um, but the ones with like the blinds or yes. the curtains. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, one of those. Um, and it was parked, um, like, that part, the back facing. You know, like, how you would just pull in into a parking lot? Yeah. Um, and there was a ma- man out there. Um, he had, like, reading glasses. He was smoking a cigarette. And as we were coming out... Was he on the phone at all? He was not. Okay. He was not on the phone. Um, but he was smoking a cigarette. As we were coming out, he kind of turned... So he was facing forward. Um, to the store and in that specific store um, at the Ross 
the front of the store you can literally see all through that store because of the windows they're so big um and you can see right through into that store and who's around so as we were coming out he was facing that store as soon as we started getting a little closer to him his back turned to us so we then were not able to see his face and i don't remember like glancing at the uh, license plate because I know that sometimes that's a clue of like where they're actually from. Yes, she or said Arizona, so they would probably still have Arizona, right? Maybe or yeah. Um. So as we were heading to the car, I told my boyfriend, "Did you see that van and the guy?" He's like, "Yeah, wasn't that really creepy?" I'm like, "Okay, so it's not just me." Okay. He's like, "Yeah, I did see that." I'm like, oh, "Should we go tell somebody at the store about what just happened?" And he's like, "No, let's just go." And I'm like. Okay, yeah, you're right. I, I'm probably tripping. You're probably, you, you think to yourself, it's just in my head. Yes, right? yeah. And um, we did leave, and we went, funny, we went to the Ross in San Marcos, um, and I was, like, still talking about it with him. I'm like, oh, I really can't believe this just happened. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, I have to tell did you, somebody. Did you walk through the dress aisle again? I did not. <laughs> I did not. I went. She learned. Yeah. She, she peeked a little bit before she got in there. She's like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because um, when we went in there, I went straight to the pants section, jeans section, and I found these really cute, um, loose, tropical pants, and I had leggings on. So I just slipped those up, and le- there was a mirror in front of me. So I was trying them on, and I was, like, looking at myself in the mirror. And some girl, like, younger than me she walks by she's like those pants are so cute i'm like i know right <laughs> and she takes off and i'm like you see that's a normal conversation yes amen that's it yes. one statement walk away exactly. uh-huh. walk away, walk yeah. away. yes so They're like and, damn ass fat and then walks away uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 you think? I, mean, I mean that's still normal though right? yeah and then they walk yeah. as long as you walk away yeah. yes and she did and so my boyfriend was there i'm like you see that's such a normal conversation besides this lady like just asking me all these questions and I'm like I swear I still need to tell somebody so at the time um my boyfriend's cuñado worked there as a store assistant manager and so he did at one of those department stores at one of those department stores yes so he did tell him um, about that incident and basically all he said was like well we'll go ahead and like let everybody know at the store but there was not much he was able to do um, and I was kind of like saying like well you should pull up the video camera or you should do like yeah. other research about it but knowing him the type of person he is he wouldn't do it so I'm sure it wasn't done um, and I also told another friend who works at the other area of Ross um, to keep an eye out about the van. Mm -hmm. And she didn't mention, you know, funny thing you mentioned because when we close, we all go as in like a buddy system. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, And she said, and we have seen a van with the description of what you just said. But we sitting out in that Just sitting out at that parking lot. That's scary. That's like trippy. Yes. And so, but she did mention like, but we haven't seen anybody like outside of the van inside of the van or even shopping like with it's that description like that you there. gave yes wow okay, at, at those go. times too 
We should go see if we can find that band and record it. Yeah. And, and ask the guy to and for an yeah. interview, yeah. like, hey, by the way, we have someone. We have someone you were almost gonna take, but you, you need didn't. To we need to defend. You need to defend yourself. Yeah. You know? you, we need to get your, your side story. of the story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, man. There's always two sides of every story. I know. So for all our shadow followers who don't know what cuñado means, it means. Um, uh, brother-in-law. brother-in-law, yeah. Brother-in-law. So, yes. why, did, why did you have to think about it? Because I speak English most of the time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Perdón, perdón. Eh? Disculpa. Yes, yes. Disculpa. And I said cuñado because brother-in-law wouldn't come up yeah. in my head. <laughs> We're in a Rolodex, like, a Rolodex. oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. I like the way cuñado sounds a lot better. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But people won't understand. Yeah, exactly. We have to be mindful. Yeah. In the state of shock that you were, if your boyfriend wasn't there, what would you have done out of, like... Out of scene or out of, you know, your reaction, what would have happened? That's, that's a great question because, like I mentioned, I was stuck yeah, while I was talking done. to her. So I think I would have continued with the conversation, see where it went. But then me trying to get out of there would have been the hard part. Maybe. Would have been the hard part, which I still think about it and I'm like, yeah, what would I have done? I don't know. Because it's scary, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking scary. And just me being alone in that aisle, I was like, there's nobody around. Um, and you think to yourself, I'm in a normal setting. I'm in a normal yes. situation. Like, there's no way. I do remember, like, seeing online that they are starting to put, like, zip ties. Like, by your windshield wipers, by your mirrors. That if you're walking to us, like, for example, say, you know, you're going to Ross again. Yeah. You walk out. And you could be, like, getting off the gym, you know, maybe you're sh- Christmas shopping mm-hmm. or something. You walk out, someone's waiting in a van or any other car, sees you walk in there by yourself, you come back in your car, you just drive off, you don't realize there's a tag in your car following you. Right. And that's trippy. Like, for me, that's so fucking scary. You know, because in the least moment that you expect that you're in danger, you are. Yeah. You know? And that that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, so this story I told to all my friends, to all my family, Um, Because we have a lot of girls in our family. And um, I was like, well, I'm sure they're not aware. And I did. I I told them. And funny thing is that a month later, my cousin calls me. She's also a female. She calls me and she's like, hey, guess what happened? I'm like, I have no idea what happened. She's like, I was shopping. Now, this was a different area. So she's in the San Marcos area. Okay. And she's like... I was shopping at this store, not Ross. I was shopping at this store and a lady approached me. This is how she looked, whatever. Did they look similar? No. Okay. Yes. No. But she said, and she asked me first, oh, those are some cute shoes. Where did you get them? And my cousin said, oh, um, I can't remember because my boyfriend brought them from, I believe, Texas. And so she's like, oh, so are you from Texas? And my cousin was like, no, I'm not from Texas, but uh, my boyfriend's family is. And she's like, oh, so do you go to do you go often to Texas or do you live North County area? Trying to get more information. Trying to get more information. And so my cousin remembered about the story that I told her. And she said that um, this lady also was not looking at any merchandise around that store and it was also a retail store so it was not a grocery store and she then my cousin then um because she has two kids so one of her kids was around so she's like oh okay well i have to go and she's like okay bye and my cousin remembered about that so she 
she actually stayed like in the back of the store a little bit hidden and she was keeping her eye out on this lady and she said that the same lady went to like literally the next aisle and asked the same questions to another girl about the shoes and stuff? about the shoes and the style and where are you from? And these bitches have like a whole script. Yes. I'm like, hold on, They're I missed the, on the line. Same team. That's trippy. Yeah. So, as I was like listening to her story, I'm like, no way. She's like, yes. Like exactly what you said happened to me. How far apart were these events? Like how far apart was her event to yours? Like a month. Yeah, a month. I know. And um, she said that while she listened to that um, other um, person that she asked those questions to, she went to the back to look for her boyfriend and, like, to tell him, like, what was going on. And she still wanted to have her eye on, on this lady, um, but that when she wanted to show her boyfriend, like, who she was or whatever, she didn't see her at the store anymore. What about the other girl she was talking to? Uh, she was there. Oh. She was shopping there. Um, she said, but, you know, after that, like, we just grabbed our stuff and we left. But I wanted to continue, like, seeing where she would go and stuff. But she was gone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, and at that moment, I was like, I want to do investigation. But then I'm like, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't touch that. It's it's a scary situation, to be honest. Like, um, usually you hear about things like this and, like, news reports. Or you, you don't think it's happening in your area. Mm-hmm. This is literally happening in our area. Yeah. It's like trippy. It's like stores we've been to before. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, and actually, you know, I, you don't really hear it in the news as much. And it's just been... Um, I feel like you only hear about it when they actually... When something so bad Something actually like, bad happens. Yeah. Yes. Because these attempts, like when you mentioned, like, you know, when you tell, like, security guard or, like, the manager, hey, like, check out the tapes... Because it's attempted, they don't see it as much. Like, right. oh, but you know, you're alive, you're fine. Right. But did they hurt you? It could lead to something so much more worse. Yeah. So, so I think they don't let it out in the news, or we don't hear about it as much through all these other social medias because it would cause paranoia, chaos, Correct. all of these things that they're yes. trying to control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, what happened to me is what they call recruitment. Yeah. And so the recruitment. Um, so you did your, do your research on this, right? Or yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So this happens anywhere such as like places like venues or like pathways. So anywhere where they can see a lot of young girls, young men, the malls, you know, the stores, um, anywhere out in the open where they're able to make them feel comfortable, but then at the same time, like be able to catch them where they are like hanging out or where they will be around um such places so i want to tell the audience i feel like jocelyn um was a good mark because she has a really friendly face she doesn't have an rbs which is a resting bitch face hey, you're right why are you looking at me <laughs> you know okay um, you're being- <laughs> so, and she you know she's she's gorgeous and she has these phenomenal oh, eyebrows you. and it it makes sense that somebody would choose her as a mark, yeah, right? You would look cute as a... Yeah. As a... No, oh. as a we're not going oh, there. Okay. But she's approachable is what I'm going for. Yeah. Right. So these people will go up to you. They'll read you. They'll read your body language. They'll see what you look like. You know, they'll start trying to get inside of your head. And so when she asked your cousin and asked you about, like, where you're from, are you in the area? 
they probably prefer somebody who isn't from the area. Yeah. Correct. Because at least the, the the least you know about your whereabouts is it, it's so much more to their advantage of like like you'll need help getting somewhere. You'll need you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so you're already at a big disadvantage of escaping whatever trauma, whatever they're gonna do to you. you yes. Know? So it's creepy. Um, I, I also feel like the way Hispanic culture is raised is respect your elders. If an older person comes and asks you a question or talks to you, you re- reply um, with respect, right? So that's probably one of the reasons it's ingrained in us socially to talk to people or respond. And it's hard to just walk away or be rude. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I can see why you couldn't just leave. Yeah. yeah. I try to not... I, I know my Hispanic culture, but I know for a fact, like, the moment you're being a little too much, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> uh, but I think to myself, like, just, it's one of those things that at the moment, maybe your switch isn't turned on to be mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, you know, alert, like, this is something weird. Right. You know? Right. Because uh, there's hella people mm-hmm. that are weird out there. So. Yeah. And now, anytime you go out, are you just... So... For, I would say, about three weeks, I was, like, now looking all around, being super paranoid. I was. I was looking around, even outside in the parking lots. Yeah, good. And I would even park closer than I would ever, um, because I don't mind, like, where I park. Um, But this time, I would look for parkings, like, very close or just being aware all the time. Um and also taking my boyfriend with me i was like yeah you're not going anywhere you're coming with me that's good yeah because sometimes i do like to shop by myself and at night because i know there's not a lot of shoppers yeah. um but that day was you know good because he did go with me and yeah. i wasn't alone and like you mentioned before that you like to do your shopping at night i do my grocery shopping because i don't like to do it during the day or at all so <laughs> yeah i don't like to do it at all <laughs> yeah. um, but i think you know what? My advice is for young men and young women, and you know, even you, Jocelyn, is wear that instinct that um, yeah, that paranoia jealous. is a badge because yeah, it'll save your life. Yes, it will. Yeah. And um, it's not just right now sex trafficking. There's also labor trafficking, and there's also the commercial sexual exploitation for children. Yeah. And so all those three are combined. Um, did, is it okay if we mention that you are someone in law enforcement so yeah. you know your research? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you, wait, what is it that you do? Because I forgot. Like, I know that you do, like, criminology and stuff like that, but. Um, so what I work at right now is um, case management for youth who are on probation. Mm-hmm. But all of this information that we get, we receive, is from um, our local, like, partners who help either our victims or any other victims out in the community. And so all of this information that we got, it's from an actual program that helps sex traffickers. That's crazy. Yes. That's actually really good info, to be honest. So so when you heard about this, I guess this is where we go back in. So you, that, you know, you study criminology and you have, like, the data, how how did you use the information given to you to, like, kind of, you know, be on your toes about this? Right, so... This information that was given to us, so it was a presentation all about um, trafficking and the types of trafficking. What are they? like? So we have three types of trafficking, which are the sex trafficking, um, and those are acts that include street prostitution, escort services, 
pornography um, and stripping. We have the labor trafficking, which um, these are both adults and minors and mostly are Mexican Hispanics um, who work for long hours and they get either little pay or no pay at all. And so they're also scared, you know, to say something because of their um, legal status or whatever the case oh, okay. is. Yeah. And then we have the third, which is the commercial sexual exploitation of children, which, yes, with this, with this um, sexual exploitation is children under 18. So who are not consent to, you know, be doing all of that sex industry. And so these acts include also prostitution, private parties, um, phone sex, and other, like, internet-based um, parlors like that. And so all of this is also happening for little children, men, women, kids, um, boys, whatever, girls. And it's actually um, said that both male and female are now at the exact rate, so percentage, of that trafficking. So, you know, before it was all female. Mm -hmm. Now it's tying up with boys, men. Yeah, so guys, we have to protect our young boys too. Yes. Protect the youth. I mean, be aware of yourself, definitely, but, you know, for people that have children, for people that have nieces and nephews, it's, as much as we don't want to admit it, it is such a fucking scary world uh, that we are in, and we've been in, but a lot of people don't really speak about it because maybe, you know, they don't have the resources, they don't, they're too afraid to speak up, you know, Uh, a lot of small children that are, you know, maybe molested or whatever, they don't say anything because maybe at the time, to them it's normal they don't know that you know it's not supposed to happen so it's it, the world they know yeah and it's and it's one of those things that unless you know of the danger that's when you kind of turn on your switch of like this isn't right you know right so i think this is a good time to say that you know all of us who are adults should keep an eye out like jocelyn's cousin did when she felt something was off about this lady she made sure to keep an eye on that woman to see if anything else happened so if you're an adult you're at the store and you see an interaction between um a teenager or a younger child and an adult that doesn't have any connection with them keep an eye out right take care of the citizens in your community yes Yes, and a a comment that the presenter who did this presentation, she told us that um, sometimes when we're out and we see um, a young boy, African-American, with a white male older, sometimes we think like, oh, look at this white rich family supporting this young black African-American kid. Like he's adopted, or when he's ad- like, let's say yeah. he's adopted. That's how we've we it. yes yeah. rationalize mm-hmm. it. So she says sometimes that might not be the case. Sometimes that can be a child who is being trafficked, who wow. was taken from their family, and now this person is, you know, um, exploiting. Yes. And I was like, yeah, you don't think much of that no, when you, you don't. see that. Because we're conditioned to, to to think of, you know... It, it's normal. They're yeah. in a normal setting and stuff exactly. like that. That is fucking crazy. And right. that they're doing a good thing, actually. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Fucking right? Horrific. Yeah. And she also, you know, mentioned, like, even if it's not a boy or um, a black African-American, there's also young women who are with an older guy. Mm-hmm. And if you see them not doing any type of interact interacting with this man 
you know, that could also be some type of trafficking. And after that presentation, I, I was not, I still am keeping my eye out more on like my surroundings and where I'm at. And about um, a week ago, I was at Food for Less and I was by myself and I saw this young girl who had a backpack. She looked about, I would say, 18 years old, 17. Um, she looked Hispanic um, and she was with a male who looked a little mixed. So he looked kind of Filipino, Mexican. How old? He looked about 45, okay. older. Um, and he had a uh, beard, all facial hair. So they didn't look related at all. They did not look related. And I saw them shopping and this girl did not look up at all. So she was pushing the cart and she was grabbing um, fruits because we were in the fruit aisle. And I kept my eye on her to see if she would look up to look at me. But she did not. But the man was looking around the store. So kind of like observing other people or if they were to make any eye contact with her what would be her reaction so he was like looking around his surroundings um like micromanaging yes and that's a sign of trafficking which i did see it and in my head again i did say no i'm just being now paranoid so you, and I you did noticed away. she was being submissive and you saw that she was conditioned to behave in this manner? Correct. Now, the question is, what should people do? Because what do you do when you see that? Because yes. you don't want to, we don't want to cause problems. We don't want to make something that isn't real. And again, if you try and help this individual, she's going to side probably with, with the... Their accuser, not their accuser, their, you know, whoever is trafficking them or whoever is handling her as a... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's called Stockholm Syndrome, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, gain, you begin to develop feelings and have this connection with your, um, with your kidnapper. Right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. And so that is a great question. What do you do when you come across something like that? You don't want to handle it on your own. So right. you want to move away from that situation. So, um, like, we were at the grocery store. I, what I could have done is go to the other side of the store, make a call. So you're going to call the hotline. Anonymously? Like an anonymous call? Yes, an anonymous call. And by my understanding of the presentation, they ask the location you're at, um, what store you're in, and how the um, people look. So a description of what, um, how they look or what they're dressed. And then it's kind of just like a report they don't really go out like law enforcement or anything like that go out and like you know look for them yes so that's kind of the downside of it you're just making like a report to the hotline and letting them know this is what you see this is what in case other people were to see it correct they're like oh okay they're collecting data correct to see where the hot zones are yes exactly to be more so is this okay so that's even more information that i think is pretty cool so yeah. This hotline, which we will I, add in the description, a hundred percent. This number's yes, going in there, guys. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, um, it's crazy because it's help, but not to the extent that you would think. Because I thought to myself, like, oh, they're gonna look for the motherfucker. Yeah, kind of discouraging, right? It is. Oh. 
We're not there yet. You know what? We're yeah. gonna take off the number. We're not gonna, uh, <laughs> no, it's. I don't think as as a society, they're putting the funds where they need to be because it's not there yet. Exactly. Do you, in your situation, in, in your story, remember what the lady was wearing? Like if. Like, oh, at her age, yeah. Tell us. That. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. so like, let's say. You did make a police report. You're at the police office. They ask you, okay, like, what did this lady look like? Do, do, do you think that you were in such shock that you don't remember? Or is it like you knew? Let's say that if they were to do, like, a lineup mm-hmm. of these faces, I probably wouldn't be able to 100%. But I would be around the 70 to 80 because she had, um, she was, like, about five, five one, five two my height five two let's say um she had dark hair um what ethnicity was she she was a mix of like asian with probably like white because she didn't look full asian but she had those like low eyes eyes. yes yes um and her english was perfect um she had about medium length straight hair dark hair um, regular clothing, which was jeans, a shirt. She looked totally normal, a beautiful smile. Um, so she, it's, she's not very attention correct. grabbing, right? Correct. She looks very normal. She looks very okay. normal. Imagine her wearing like full black and a mask in her pocket. <laughs> or just like a fur <laughs> coat with nice know, stilettos, right? Louboutin. Or some big ass <laughs> fucking product glasses. Yeah. yeah. Hey, honey, I love <laughs> I know, and people usually think of like pimps and all of that for trafficking, but nope. No. Yeah. It's just a fucking Because pimps stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But. Pimps kind of pay you sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they gotta pay you. Yeah. That's crazy. That's super crazy. So that's about the description that I can remember about her. Sorry, I can't remember the shoes. Oh, yeah. she was about, I would say, in her late 20s or early 30s. Oh she looked God. about 28, 30. That's crazy. Yeah. But since she was, like, my height, you know, and clear skin, nice skin, um, she had no makeup on besides, like, mascara, um, she looked very young. So, so she didn't appear intimidating exactly. until the questions Until came. the questions came, yep. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. Super crazy. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Sorry, go back and re-listen to this because <laughs> this is really important information. Do you remember how this gentleman outside in the parking lot with the van looked like? Yes. So the little that I did get to see, um, he was a white male, mm-hmm. about 5'4". Um, oh, so not very tall. Yeah, not very tall. And also not very buff or big. He was very skinny. And he looked way older than the woman in the in the Ross. She, he looked about, I would say, 54. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Um, so I mentioned reading glasses. Um, he had a black sweater at the moment. He was very wearing a hat? He was not wearing a hat, but he was wearing light um, clothes and he was wearing tennis shoes. So I was able to see the shoes, um, regular light blue jeans. Um, and he had very little hair and then the back part was bald. Okay. So that was all that I was able to see. Um, and he was he's a smoker, so he was smoking cigarettes. But he could see you inside the store talking yes. to her from his Oh, position. no, no, no. Not oh. from um, the dress aisle because that is a little further out. Um, but let's say, like, if I were to be paying up in the front, he would be able to see that. You coming in and out of the store, you're able to see that. Yeah. Kind of like half of the store, you're able to see from outside. On the outside. Yes. I think to myself, 
that you know um, it's not even the people that are trying to take you it's whatever they have to take you yes whatever they have chloroform or whatever they you know have a gun or or something that will not necessarily persuade you but like you force go, you yeah you you look at this individual and be like they're not gonna fucking hurt me like right. they're tiny but you don't know what the hell that lady had in her open bag yeah yeah you don't know what he has in that fucking van like right. it, it's crazy like the theories can just like go on and on and he could yeah. still overpower you i mean he's a oh, man yeah you know like, oh yeah they're stronger and it's okay to know that you just gotta be smarter than that exactly you know? yes that's crazy yes and so um i also have no background of self-defense okay. so and a, a lot of women actually don't either so no, i agree well, you can't fight I mean, I could street fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're halfway there, then if you could street fight. Yeah. But up? actually defend myself, you know? I mean, Jocelyn's if it's a like, girl. like, catch me outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, if it's a girl, then Were yeah. Were you her coach? Because you like to street fight, too, right? I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't coach her, but I'm sure we would be in that level. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, now that you've gone through that, do you feel feel like you would like to join a martial arts class or learn some kind of martial arts yeah absolutely i think that be one very um good and two fun so yeah absolutely but i also haven't you know gone out my way and done the research as a lot of people don't either you know you there's resources there's self-defense classes for um women men to take um, to protect ourselves yeah. in some sort of way if we can't with um, a phone call. You know, at that moment, you probably can't even make a phone call yeah. um, to 911. So being able to have that resource within yourself, that your body, yeah. I think that's that's great. Even if you end up making that phone call, by the time they get there, you're taken. You're exactly. gone. Exactly. And yeah, they're like, how, yeah, uh, how have you... How old is this person? And it's like so many questions. Yeah. When you actually call nine one one, it's twenty one questions yes. before they even ask you what's going somebody. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, they have protocols. They probably get like a yes. billion phone calls, and then some of them are just fake and right. Like, wheedle through them. Yeah. Well, do you? Okay, so whittle, whittle through them. That's right. <laughs> I guess one of the things that I I would be curious would like. Okay, so maybe you don't. You haven't taken a you know self-defense class but like do you carry like pepper spray now do you have like a baseball bat in your car in case some bitch gets crazy what i actually do carry a pepper spray and that's because of work so um since we're out in these um youth's home sometimes around the neighborhood it's not safe and we do especially when it's apartment complex we have to park all the way in the street or there's no visitor parking so i do have to walk a distance and sometimes my work hours are from like 7:30 p.m. the latest. So and now it's getting dark like at 5 p.m. Yeah. So um, that that seems kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. So we do. We're allowed to carry pepper spray, and for that reason, I do carry it. Um, Would and you ever consider carrying a gun? Like, do you, do you think that this danger? Not necessarily particularly with you, but like, you think that this danger would escalate to someone? or age group or even younger would carry a gun with them just in case like do you see that in your statistics I don't I don't I feel like there would be some type of like a law or like I don't know I feel like 
we whoever is carrying that gun would end up being more in trouble than the actual person because of all the rights of the gun or whatever legal status yeah so you actually need an open carry permit or some Mm. kind of permit to actually have a gun if it's concealed you actually need permission for that so it does it does get kind of a little bit more intricate to be able to carry some kind of self-defense weapon like a gun and also let's say jocelyn does you go to uh, for your job you go into these youth's homes right correct their parents are there yes if i'm going inside the home they have to be there if i'm not going inside it doesn't matter we'll say you are going inside the home and you're carrying a gun the youth can easily overpower you or even one of their parents so it just becomes a mess a mess yeah yeah Yeah. but then you are in danger correct you're kind of between a wall in a rock. Exactly. Rock a, what's the yeah. Entre la espada y la pared. Between a rock and a hard place. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I think faster in Spanish. It's, <laughs> it's a norm. Yeah. I do too. Do you see yourself in a normal state of mind now that this happened? Or like... Do you, you retreat say, back? Do yeah. you retreat back to norm- what you normally were? Because it's habits. It's a habit. Right. Um, no, I actually do think differently now. So... Okay. Um, yeah. And before, I wasn't really aware of my surroundings and just like anybody else on the phone, you know, even shopping on the phone, um, walking to the parking lot on the phone. (laughs) So I do put that phone away now. I do put it away and um, I am aware of my surroundings. And also what I used to do always like just look down or just glance at people and that's it but now i take a good look at them from head to toe and not like super obvious or like doing that like nasty face from like head to toe but you're you're glancing at them and like just looking around because what if that person was you know a victim or even um the what you might call it the trafficker the trafficker um, and the abductor. S- the abductor, somebody else comes in and says, did you see this person? Yeah, and like you're, like, you're oh, now yeah. much more aware to like grasp an image in your head and yes. like retell it to somebody. That's, yeah. that's yes. good. Yes. That's really good. Um, Humans, you know, s- some of them have ulterior motives and you just don't know what those are. You don't read minds. We right. don't read minds. Nobody reads minds. Yeah. That we don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anybody who can read minds because my mom. My mom can read my mind. Right, yeah. Just kidding. I know one person. <laughs> um, so uh, I think a good method, let's say you're walking into a store, just take a quick count around the people. How many people are there? How many men? How many females? What are they wearing? It. I'm not, ex- you know, exceedingly vigilant either because I'm right. also in my Lala world. Yeah. I'm always thinking about a billion things. Like, yeah. I'm a creator, so I'm always, you know, just... I can't stop thinking. Yeah. It's an obsession. And you have a list in your head, yeah. too, of where you're going and what, what you're going for, and boom, you're out. Yeah. So How much can I spend? Yes. Is oh, it yeah. bougie weekend or not? Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> yep. Am I on a budget? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, job postings. So sometimes, oh. like, on Indeed. Job postings. This is a good one. Let's talk about job okay. postings. Okay. So start it off, and then we'll kind of... Okay, so... Um, Going back on like some of the places that they recruit uh, would also be um, job postings such as um, Indeed, everybody. Um, Craigslist. Yes, Craigslist as well. And I do have a little story about um, Indeed. So, um, can I say the city? Yeah, 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 it's okay. no problem. 
Okay, so uh, one of the postings in Indeed, um, as I mentioned, I work with youth. So I was helping a youth out with a um, job application. And so we were looking at Indeed, and she lives in a small town, North County, um, Fallbrook. So in Fallbrook, there's limited of jobs so there's not much where you can go off on it's like the countryside of north county <laughs> yeah you yeah have horses and land yes yes um and so we were looking at the website and we literally found four postings one of those postings was the same posting but different descriptions so the first description it was a cell phone company and this cell phone company Put a description of what exactly who they want to hire so it said females only from ages 16 through 18 um exceptional if you're working on like your high school diploma if you're under um 18 but they prefer 18 so without so with my client without her thinking about this posting um, she applied for that one and I didn't notice it until um, she told me about the description because I let her look through it I just helped her um, search get yeah get it together go on indeed search this and you go ahead and um, apply so you helped her do the resume correct okay. correct so she submitted everything she got a call later that afternoon after submitting the application and she got a phone call and she had um an interview for the next day at that cell phone location at this time um so i actually took her i drove her to the place and i waited outside i didn't go inside with her and she was there about let's say 40 minutes she came out i was like oh how'd it go and she's like, it was actually kind of weird. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know if they're supposed to ask you these questions, but okay, yes. they so she's all like, uh, so me also impatiently like, okay, what was it? Yeah. And she's like, okay, so he asked me, oh, so um, what are you, what are your experiences? And so she, you know, she mentioned, well, I only have two experiences, and that's all for the job questions, right? After that, he said. So, do you live with your family? Yes. And I was just listening to her with my mouth open, like, what else? And she's like, and if I had any brothers. <laughs> no personal questions in interviews. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I, that's exactly what I said. I was like, so what did you answer? And she's like, well, I did answer his questions. <sighs> and Na naivety. When you don't educate or youth, yes. look what happens. Look what happens, yeah. You leave them open to being uh, abused, and here it is. Here's an opening. And not only that, Lack of education. a job posting, you have your address and your resume, you have your information in your entire resume. Yes. yes. They now have access to you in that way. Like, it's, it's, Correct. it's scary. And you know, now that you mentioned that in your resume, you put your address, I actually, good thing, is I told her not to put her address. Yeah, don't. So I just, I just told her to put her city. Let me post on my laptop. <laughs> Guys, you don't have to put, put your address correct. on resumes. Yes. Just FYI. Yeah. You can just put city if they really require yeah. it. Because sometimes they want somebody address. to work within like a certain miles correct. Like from their location. Yes. But don't put your address. You're not required to. Yes. So, and, and then me also, I didn't think much of it before going her into her interview, like telling her like, hey, if they ever ask you personal questions, don't answer them, you know? Yeah. 
Because you thought to yourself, it's a normal interview. Correct. Yes. At a cell phone place that's all over North County area. And so I I told her, and then what what else? What happened? And she said, well, um, after him asking me, like, uh, do you have any any brothers? Um, do you where, where do you live or do you or do you live near the area? I believe was the last question. Um, the good thing, though, is that she did not say how old her brothers were, because I believe that's where kind of he was trying to get at. Um, and so then the last question he asked was um, just, oh, would you be comfortable to wear um, a, I guess, like this mascot or like this um, sign of like um, kind of showing off the location? So like advertising oh, okay, the cell phone yeah. place. And that's where she said, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Um, and he said, OK, well, then let me think about it and I'll give you a call back. Um, and that was it for the interview. So then I, I, that's when I talked to her about that. And I was like, okay, so anytime that you go out in an interview, interview, if they ask you personal questions, do not answer the truth. Or do not answer at all. If you do not feel comfortable to say, I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to talk about my family. I don't want to talk about my family. Um, then go ahead and say, you know what, I just thought about right i just thought about this right now i'm actually not interested and get up and walk away yes because if it doesn't comply to whatever it is that you're doing you know it's like what job would comply to like ask you about your family yes so when it starts going like that you you really have to think about who you're going to be working for now you can't (laughs) even um ask an employee or a potential employee how much they made at their other job like that's yeah oh you see i did not know that so, Jocelyn, this, I believe, because of this experience, now when you have youth that you're taking your interviews, when you're in the car or even before, you can start telling them. Correct. Yes. That's and right. and Advising I did. Them. Yeah. And after that conversation with her, I actually started telling her all about the trafficking because I'm like, oh, wow, she is super naive and she's 18 yep. and she does not know about this. So I started telling her and I'm like. I'm not trying to panic you or, you know, make you feel, like, uncomfortable or scared. scared. Exactly. I'm like, but you should be aware. And she was like, oh, wow, you know, I had no idea also. And I'm like, yeah, just use that information, share that information with your girlfriends, whatever the case is, um, but always keep it in your head. And she's like, okay. Like, yeah, she understood, and um, she was well aware after that. That's good. Um, have you thought about maybe doing a review or uh, putting it somewhere on the internet that be girl, young girls and young guys be careful of yeah. going to? I think we what, should. What would you advise to like, like girls that are maybe naive or maybe don't maybe experience something very similar but they didn't think of it? Right. You know, because like how you mentioned, this lady approached you very normally at right. a normal you know area, normal right. setting that you didn't think too much of. Until you saw the bigger picture, you're like, wait, something's like, something's up. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, I think social media is a great resource, you know, because okay. everyone's on it. Um, but I personally, in my own like Instagram or Snapchat, I do put it out there for my friends to know. But I don't have followers that I don't know. If that makes sense. So everybody that um, are my friends, like I know personally, and I've talked to them, and I know who they are. So. 
I hope at least it's getting the message to them and then they're giving that message out to whomever. And I, I do have friends that are on social media that do follow anyone and whoever, you know, um, aka Irving. <laughs> so <laughs> even them, you know, putting it out there like that, you know, other people are going to know. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a great resource. And I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I want to say that me, when I was younger, I would, like, literally put my location of where I live. Not, I wouldn't put my address, but, like, say, like, I put an Instagram post, and I would put, like, at home, you know, like, your location. You can go on the Instagram app, and then it'll locate your location. If someone wanted to hurt you, they know where you're at. I was stupid and dumb as fuck. And Snapchat does that, too. If you have your location on, it will tell you on the map, even the street name, where you're at. If you hide how your location, ago, then... Yeah, how long yeah. ago you were active on it. Yeah. It's, it's trippy. Crazy. It's so trippy. And, like, people don't really take that into consideration of, like, maybe I'm in danger. But, like, for example, if you are to be on Snapchat and, you know, you have your location on it, you know, you're, quote-unquote, just sharing it with your friends. What if your friend is with someone that can hurt you? Right. You know? Right. So, maybe your friend's immediately on the danger. It's the outside source of right. that. Yeah, absolutely. So these apps, they can show other people your exact location? Yes. <laughs> yes. Cringe. It, it, it's like a setting, yeah, but it's, it's one of those things that maybe we don't take into consideration immediately, mm-hmm. but once you kind of, you know, think through it and you're like, wait, how safe is me showing my location? Yeah, and then like you mentioned, you know, um, what if you have a friend and that other friend is trying to hurt them? Such as they gave us this example at the um, presentation of like who are the traffickers and that it could be, you know, anyone such as like um, boyfriends, um, parents, siblings, because she told us a quick story about a mom who um, was always short on money, short on rent specifically, single mom. And this guy comes along um, who is the trafficker and tells the mom um, well, the mom first says, you know, oh, I'm so short on rent. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so the trafficker, but without the mom knowing that she is being already. Marked. Yes, marks. She's already stepping her foot into that trafficker's um, plan. Yeah. Um, then he is like, oh, well, this is a perfect opportunity for me to. Golden ticket. Yes. Uh, so then he reaches out and says, oh, well, how, how short are you? And she's like, okay, 200 bucks. Oh, don't worry. I'll give you 200 bucks. So then she continues so doing she owes this. him. Yes, but he does not say that at the moment, right? So this keeps adding on. It's every month, you know, I'm short this, I'm short that. And then he ends up paying, like, the full rent, right? Oh, shit. And so, right, but then he she says oh well how can i ever repay you or whatever the case is and so he's like oh well i do actually need a favor and she's like yes anything or whatever you know so i you know to pay you back um you know you've been such a great help for me and my family single mom like i mentioned just a daughter and so the trafficker says well um i do have a friend who would like to have sex with your daughter for this amount of money and you get this much amount of money um it's just gonna be for one night he's my friend i know him he's totally not good nice whatever the case is what the hell? What do you think the mom does 
she goes ahead and she goes ahead and, and yes complies, with complies. His yes how old was her daughter i believe she said she was young she was um 17 16 yes so she was a teenager and so she oh my god very so those are signs or like ways that traffickers try to get into people like to make that plan to start to start that so what is your need to like kind of quote unquote yes. help them so they exploit the disenfranchised yeah. yes the uneducated right uh, exactly yeah that's crazy intense. yeah that was very intense I, yes. just, I can't even right now yeah yeah but that pre- uh the woman who presented the this presentation did an amazing job in like explaining that story and it was just mind-blowing like this what, was just a, like a little like, story did the, did the girl like talk to like authorities like no so so it, it went through it went through oh it, my god and it actually continued it continued and um he then pretty much owned them because there was no way of them getting out anymore because and so the authorities one, found out yeah. Um, so they ended up, yes, it was authority, um, but it was through, because they were already doing it online. So I believe that they were able to hack of their website and who was involved well, and there was the meeting. Website. Yes, yes. This so he like was legit. Corpora- oh my God, it's like a whole fucking corporation. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So it, it got big and, um, yeah. And, and then when, you know, they seeked out for help the family they had no idea you know what was going on and that they were actually victims so all of that went through like a bunch of therapy and a bunch of programs um for them to be educated yes so i think i want to comment something to our shadow audience um so lack of i want to say that lack of education makes us vulnerable as a society so let us teach and advise our youth properly so that we can open their eyes and give them not only the tools, but the opportunity to protect themselves. And others. Yeah, so that they know when they're being taken advantage of and can walk away, say no. Yeah. Either yes. one. Yeah. Say no is the best, but it's walk horrific. away. It's like, because, for example, this mom in need maybe at the time didn't see, like, oh, maybe I'm being a bad mom, but you kind of have to have some sort of small like two percent moral of like this right. isn't right you know right. if anything offer yourself yeah bitch. also nothing is free that guy's yeah. not giving you money for for, for, for you know because he's being a good person exactly. i've been gifted money for free well me too but it's my aunt <laughs> and my exactly, mom for yeah, my birthday. birthday i've been gifted money by strangers for free <laughs> irving we need to talk about this oh, but okay. like not on record okay uh. i gotta tell you some stuff uh. <laughs> yeah um, it's it's crazy. Um, it's such horrible, you know. It's such a horrible road to be on. Yeah. But I think, like how you said, if we are to educate and like you know talk yes. to the youth, and not even youth, because I feel like, like for example, well, we're adults mom, us too, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like for example, yes. the, the mom, especially Hispanic moms it. too, because they do not know or they they don't think of it. They at don't the think time. about it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, for example. I know a lot of Hispanics, uh, the way their parenting is. It's like, oh, casate con alguien que, tiene, que tenga dinero. Sí. You know, so, get married with someone that has money. Imagine so some boyfriend comes along and Hello, just money. splurges her yeah, and like, she, she loves like, pues, it. Yeah, andale. Pues Go sí. do it. Yeah. I will be totally honest, guys. Yes. I am so grateful for my parents. You know what they say? 
do yeah. not ever rely on a man to make your own money. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there you I go. Love you guys, thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Maybe this is why I am the way I am. Yeah. But I love you, mommy. I love you, daddy. Thank you. <laughs> it, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's it does come down to like heritage and culture and stuff like that yeah. because yeah. this mom at the time maybe that was in her head. She was right. like, oh, you know, she's she's gonna get taken care of basically. Yeah. But you don't realize that. It's and kinda... very little parents say, no, get your own money. Exactly. Get off your butt and do it yeah, yourself. They, yeah, they don't realize at the time that, you know, this can talk, it, this could turn into uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, wow, you took anything? us to like a weird different road <laughs> that I was expecting, <laughs> but I like it. I didn't know that story. Yeah. But there are so many stories. There's so yeah. many other stories. Oh, I would love yes. to interview so many more people. Too. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Thank you, Jocelyn. You are amazing, Jocelyn. Thank you so much for Thank taking the time. Thank you guys for having me. Or Shadow fun. appreciates you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All our five listeners are going <laughs> to enjoy this. I'm sorry. I think we have six now. Oh. Yeah, thanks, Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jocelyn's mom because she told her. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jocelyn's mom. <laughs> Shout out to Jocelyn's mom. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, yeah, it teach your kids, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What did your, when you told your mom the story, like, what did she say? Um, yeah, um, they were just, like, shocked, like, really? And, you know, I told my dad, too, and he's like, wow, well, like, you know, be careful out there. I'm like, yeah. And I have younger siblings, too, and which two of them are girls. Um, and I told him the story, and I told him to be careful, because I, one of my sisters, um, the one that's 19, she is like a 15 year old she does not think like a 19 year old she's still not mature she's just like giggly she's all over the place she doesn't take a lot of things seriously um so i kind of told her more about it like be aware i know how you are um just if and she works um like late at night too so i'm like go with somebody you know do that buddy system whatever um, let us know if you're going to be out late, whatever the situation is. And so she, she got that in her head, too. So, yeah, good. let everyone know. Yeah, it's it's good to be aware, mm-hmm. even if, even in the small situations, because, yeah, say, maybe they weren't trying to kidnap you or right. hurt you, but, you know, what if they were trying to, like, rob right. or, you know, yes. take something of yours. Yes. And it's, it's crazy. So Yes. And like I mentioned, not just women, but boys, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men. And- Here's the thing, a lot of, what I think they do actually is try to have a friendship, create some kind of connection with friendship. That's not just that one time. They start to, you know, invite you out. Correct. And get to know you. And then once they think they've caught you, they got you. Yes. A lot of the situations where like child molestation happens or rape, it's literally someone close to your family. It could be a family friend. It could be, you know an older sibling and uncle like Mm -hmm. it's crazy that you think oh we're in a family circle this is like the home it's never gonna happen it literally happens like two feet away from you it's crazy right so speak out yes and since this also involves money you know people are hungry people want that money and they'll do anything for it and if that means sacrificing quote unquote yeah uh Uh, I guess you're just a product for them yes yeah it's a transaction that you know can cost your life if yeah. it's not yes because they're they're not considering you human anymore they're taking right. your rights away right and using you yeah fuck okay just uh, real deep yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> preet um is there anything else you would like to or you yourself um no i don't think so because we covered a lot and i liked it yeah that's yeah. good that's where we really have to be so should we do it now <laughs> yeah
right, Shadow Friends, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you. Vanessa has to pee, so we gotta I have go. To pee. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I've been holding it past this delicious chai tea latte with oatmeal. It was delicious. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, thank you, Jocelyn, for being our guest. Yay. Thank you, Vanessa and Irving. Yeah. Oh, it was our pleasure. Thank you for coming to our studio. Look how cute our studio is. It's so cute. It is. I love, love it. I love the view, too. Thank you. Oh. Of, of what? <laughs> You're going to make it like you're in some, like, uh, <laughs> All right, we're signing out because I really have to. Um, she has to room. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bye, guys. Thank you guys for joining bye. us. Did we do out? This is her. No, I thought we were going to say our names. Or do we, we not say, say it? out. And we're like, this is foreshadow. Okay. This is smell like stress. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can smell it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I farted a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay.